booster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather. Here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. New York City Council members demand embattled Manhattan DA drop murder charges against Bodega owner Jose Alba. Two suspects shot and killed by police in separate gun battles with cops over the weekend. President Biden considering declaring a public health emergency in support of abortion rights as his public approval rating sinks to a brand new low. Former President Trump greenlights Steve Bannon to testify before the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th riot. The owner and the president of the Christidis and D'Agostino grocery stores says is stealing up over 30 percent with thieves emboldened by lax on crime policies. A group of New York City elected officials demanding that Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg drop his case against Bodega clerk Jose Alba. The Washington Heights worker is charged with murder and the stabbing death of an ex-con who attacked him behind the counter all over a bag of chips. This bipartisan group of city council members said the DA's controversial progressive approach to law enforcement was rewarding the guilty and punishing the innocent. New video obtained by the New York Post shows that Alba tried to avoid the confrontation. Oh, Papa, look, come, on, come, out. Tiro, Papa. come on, come out. Papa, what's up with you? I don't want to provo, Papa. Uh, what's wrong I with you? I know two and a little The group also called Bragg's handling of Alba's case particularly jarring in light of his generally soft on crime policies. Alba was released from Rikers after his bail was lowered to $50,000. He's under under uh, electronic monitoring and his passport now revoked. Two people are dead following separate police-involved shootings in Queens and Brooklyn Saturday night. No officers hurt here, but two suspects were killed. Suspects and officers exchanged more than 100 rounds in St. Albans, Queens. The neighborhood rattled by gunfire after a man on 116th Avenue near Francis Lewis Boulevard made a series of troubling 911 calls threatening the governor, elected officials, and members of the police department. He's identified as Raul Hardy. Here's NYPD Chief of Patrol Jeffrey Madry. He clearly stated that he was going to blow the head off of the first police officers that he saw. The suspect was struck and killed. Just over an hour later, an officer fatally shot a man who opened fire after fleeing a traffic stop in downtown Brooklyn. President Joe Biden said Sunday he was looking into declaring a public health emergency in support of abortion access across the U.S. It is supported by Democrats and abortion rights advocates. His statement in the aftermath of the U.S. Supreme Court ruling overturning Roe v. Wade, the landmark 1973 decision legalizing abortion. Yes, keep protesting, because keep making your point. It's critically important. We can do a lot of things to accommodate the rights in the meantime. But fundamentally, the only thing that's going to change this is if we have a national law that reinstates Roe v. Wade. Meanwhile, President Biden's approval rating has crashed to just 30 percent, its lowest mark yet in a new national poll. Trump ally Steve Bannon, in a remarkable about face, says he is now willing to testify before Congress, according to two letters obtained by The New York Times. The Guardian also reported Bannon's attorney told the committee late Saturday that former President Trump agreed to allow Bannon to testify. 
Representative Jamie Raskin talked about Bannon on CBS's Face the Nation. I understand from reports today he's had a change of heart. And uh, after watching, presumably, all of these uh, people come forward, um, you know, including Cassidy Hutchinson, you know, he's decided that he wants to come in. And if he wants to come in, um, I'm certain that the committee would be very interested in hearing from him. The former president had previously instructed Mr. Bannon and other associates not to cooperate with the panel claiming executive privilege. Well, shoplifters are targeting supermarkets all across New York City with increasingly brazen heists emboldened by soft on crime laws. The city's 30 Christides and D'Agostino stores have seen a 30 percent spike in shoplifting this year compared to last, according to President Joe Parisi. He blames the increase on the lack of prosecution and arrests for stealing less than $1,000 worth of goods. Christides and D'Agostino CEO and 77 WABC owner-operator John Katsimatidis spoke to Fox News back in February about the rash of robberies plaguing his grocery stores. We have a new DA in town, and he's a nice man. And he believes that uh, these people don't deserve to get arrested, which is wrong. If they are perpetrating crimes in in our city. If they are saying to, uh, they're just stealing for the purpose of, not that they're hungry. They're right. stealing for the purpose that they want to sell it to somebody else. Yeah. And in response, Christides and D'Agostino managers are marking, for example, Hagendas pints so they can trace where they are being resold. Sunshine today are highs 82. Windy, though, winds to 16 miles per hour. The overnight low is 71, mostly clear skies. Still breezy and a mostly sunny day tomorrow. The high up to 86 with winds to 17 miles per hour. Right now we have 67 degrees clear skies here in the Big Apple. Well, as we mentioned uh, briefly in the top five, President Biden's approval rating, it has crashed to just 30 percent. It's Biden's lowest mark yet in a new national poll. The civics poll daily tracking survey of registered voters found that less than a third of Americans giving the thumbs up to Biden's on the job performance in the White House, a whopping 57 percent disapprove. Princeton University political scientist Lauren Wright talked about it on Fox News. So at this point in time, which is very important because we're heading into an election, uh, that's a very low rating and that's a very bad sign. But what we know is that when some big decisions come out, major news events, um, polling could be inconsistent. And we also know that polls are not predictive of election outcomes, for instance, until the final days. Democrats and black voters are the two groups still in the president's corner, the survey found, not by much. Just 56 percent of African-Americans, the Democrats' most loyal voting bloc, signaled their approval. And Democrats overall hit 64 percent, which is a new low. The poll was released Friday and it found Biden deep underwater with voters in every single age bracket, every educational level and both genders. Newly unearthed text messages show President Biden's son, Hunter, reportedly referring to First Lady Jill Biden as a vindictive moron and much more, much worse. These texts obtained by the son show the troubled 52-year-old lashing out at his stepmother after a family feud in late 2018. In a text Hunter sent to his brother's widow, who he was dating at the time, Hunter Biden also called Jill Biden a selfish, silly, entitled C-word. Hunter also lashed out at the now First Lady in another text to his uncle James Biden after Jill Biden reportedly insisted Hunter get help for his drug addiction. 
The First Lady has defended Hunter in the past. Here she is in 2019 on MSNBC. I mean, I know my son. I know my son's character. Hunter, nothing wrong. And that's the bottom line. The son said the text messages were found on the laptop Hunter Biden left at a Delaware computer repair shop. The son also said the messages were uncovered by Marco Polo, an organization led by a former White House staffer, which is probing the laptop. The Army ended up suspending a three-star general after he appeared to make fun of First Lady Jill Biden. Retired Lieutenant General Gary Valeski, a former spokesperson for the Army, responded to a tweet from Biden about the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade, in which the First Lady remarked that women's rights had been stolen. Valeski responded, glad to see you finally know what a woman is. This comes after the White House refused to comment on the National Education Association's vote to adopt the term birthing parent instead of mother, a union which the First Lady is a member of. And here is White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. I am not going to speak about uh, a, an organization's um, uh, policy or change of policy. I am not their spokesperson, not something that I'm going to do. Yes, the vice president was there on Tuesday. She spoke at NEA. And when they did, uh, uh, when they did regular order, when they did their regular business, she left. So she was also not part of that discussion. So Valensky's tweet has since been taken down. The Army suspended Valesky, who had signed a $92-an-hour contract to advise active duty officers as a mentor. He was also formally in charge of the Army's 101st Airborne Division. Well, a pregnant Texas woman said her unborn baby should count as a second passenger in her vehicle. 32-year-old Brandy Batone of Plano was pulled over on June 29th after she drove in an HOV lane by the Dallas County Sheriff's Department, who was looking at the time for HOV lane violators. The HOV lane requires drivers to have at least one passenger in their vehicle. And when a sheriff's deputy told Batone about the rules, she said she did, in fact, have a second occupant in her car, her unborn baby. The officer responded that the rule applies to two people outside of the body. Batone spoke to NBC News. I really don't feel like it's it's right because one law is saying it one way, but then another law is saying it another way. Batone, who was 34 weeks pregnant at the time, told the officers that with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, her unborn child now has was recognized as a living person. The U.S. Supreme Court, of course, overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. A near-record drug haul near the U.S.-Mexico border. Four men have been arrested and charged with federal drug trafficking offenses after this record-breaking two-and-a-half-ton haul of methamphetamine was seized from a box truck. That truck had just crossed the border between the U.S. and Mexico. That incident occurred Thursday, July 7th in National City, California, at approximately 4.55 p.m. when The U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of California said a commercial 20-foot box truck reportedly crossed into the U.S. through the Otay Mesa commercial port of entry. These four men, all from Tijuana, Mexico, and ranging in ages from 37 to 44, were apprehended and taken into custody. A total of 148 bundles tested positive for methamphetamine. There were more than 5,000 pounds of the drug found inside that box truck. At least 15 people were killed when a Russian rocket hit an apartment building in eastern Ukraine in the town of Chasiv Yar. Others were feared trapped. That Saturday night rocket assault is the latest in a recent burst of high casualty attacks on civilian structures. 77 WABC time check 515. 
Justin Ellick out this week, and then for him, Phil Dixon. Thanks, Deb. I am Phil Dixon with your early news sports report to catch you up from over the weekend. We got a winner in Wimbledon. Novak Djokovic puts down Nick Kyrgios three sets to one in the English Majors Finals, successfully defending his crown on that pitch. He was down early, dropping the first set, but Joke had the Australian right where he wanted him with his backs against the ropes and proceeded to put him away with four straight. Novak Djokovic, still the king of center court. And Wimbledon champion for a seventh time. This is Djokovic's fourth straight Wimbledon title and ups his tally of majors to 21, breaking his tie with Roger Federer. He now trails just Rafael Nadal, who has one more major title at 22. It was an embarrassing night for both New York baseball teams, starting out in Beantown. The Yankees flew out of the gate steaming in Fenway, scoring multiple runs, each of the first three innings being the first time they did so against the Sox in over two decades. The pinstripes were up 6-3 halfway through the contest in the fourth inning, but led a barrage of eight unanswered runs in the next three, walking back home to the boogie down with an L. The final score of that one, Boston 11, New York 6. That series is over and done with. The Yankees split that one two apiece. They get, off, they get the night off and prep for a three-gamer against the Reds back home in the Bronx tomorrow. The Mets drew up a nice fat line in the loss column as well. They dropped, they dropped one to the Miami Marlins with a final score of 2-0 after nine scoreless innings, despite a valiant pitching effort from Taiwan Walker, striking out seven batters with only three hits and no runs earned in seven innings. It wasn't enough for the bullpen to sustain and dropped the ball in the 10th. They split that series against the Marlins 2-2 and look on the greener pastures in Atlanta where they will take on the division rival Braves in a three-game set. A pivotal series in the landscape of the NL East as the Mets lead the, the division has dwindled to just one and a half games. Game one is set to start tonight at 7.20 Eastern. Be sure to follow 77 WABC Sports on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok for your early, early news sports update. They call me Phil Dixon. All right, thanks, Phil. And your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Sunshine today, our highs 82, light winds to 16 miles per hour. The overnight low 71, winds to 15. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, the high 86, still breezy. Right now, 67 degrees, clear skies here in the Big Apple. Frank Morano standing by with your business report. I'm Frank Morano with your business report. The opening bell rings this morning on Wall Street, ushering in a fresh trading week. Last week was a winning one on Wall Street, despite a mostly lower close to wrap things up on Friday. The Nasdaq bucked the trend and rose for the fifth straight day after a solid jobs report. All three major averages finished higher for the week. At the closing bell, the Dow Jones lost 46 points, the S&P 500 fell three points, and the Nasdaq added nearly 14 points. Billionaire Elon Musk wants to end his $44 billion deal to buy Twitter. Musk's lawyer claimed Twitter failed to comply with its obligations in the merger agreement. Twitter's board chair, Brett Taylor, said the company is still committed to closing the deal at the agreed-upon price and plans to pursue legal action to enforce the agreement. Since President Joe Biden tapped the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, U.S. crude supplies have jumped. But refining capacity constraints have limited how much extra oil the U.S. can process. According to Rystad Energy, U.S. oil exports from the Gulf Coast were on pace to hit an all-time high of 3.3 million barrels per day in the second quarter of 2022. Production of baby formula has resumed at the Abbott Nutrition Factory in Michigan, whose February shutdown over contamination contributed to a national shortage. Damage from severe thunderstorms had forced the 
the plant to halt operations in mid-June, just two weeks after restarting production with additional sanitizing and safety protocols. Abbott recalled several leading brands of formula in February, squeezing supplies already strained by supply chain disruptions and stockpiling during COVID-19 shutdowns. I'm Frank Morano on 77 WABC. I'll be back at 1 a.m. On the other side of midnight. Thanks, Frank. Looking at futures, uh, the Dow in the red right now, down 139 points at 31,171. S&P down 20 points. NASDAQ dropped 81 and a quarter. Gold down $4.60 an ounce at $1,737.70. Crude oil down $1.23 a barrel at $103.56. The WABC Early News. Deborah Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. Well, ex-NYPD Police Commissioner Bill Bratton is warning that New York City will face a crisis-level shortage of police over the next few years. It's due to things like departures among frustrated ranks and the defund the police movement. The former NYPD top cop was on the Cats Roundtable, hosted by 77 WABC owner and operator John Katsimatidis. Mayor Adams was not able to get get an increase in the size of the department with the city council. Didn't try to get an increase because he knew that the progressive wing of that city council, which is 32 of its 51 members, under no circumstance would support more money for more cops. So effectively, the department is uh, going smaller. Bratton's comments come as the NYPD is seeing a record level of retirements and resignations. The New York City Council and City Mayor Eric Adams are finalizing a spending plan that modestly increases police funding but does not add more personnel. The New York Post exclusively reported last month that more than 1,500 officers were either resigning or retiring in 2022, the largest exodus of officers since the data has been available. About 520 police officers have resigned and more than 1,000 have retired as of May 31st. Five people were shot after somebody opened fire on a large group gathered at the boardwalk in Coney Island. This happened early Sunday morning at 21st Street and the boardwalk about 2 a.m. Police say there was a large group that gathered at the location when somebody started opening fire. Five people shot in all. A 37-year-old was shot in the back and is in critical condition at the hospital. And a 19-year-old man also shot in the back in stable condition. Two women, 27 years old and 26 years old, were both shot in the leg in stable condition, and a 36-year-old man shot in the chin is in stable condition as well. Police say so far, no arrests here. This is still under investigation, and it is not yet clear just what led up to that shooting out on Coney Island. Well, new revelations about deadly Father's Day gunfire in Harlem that killed a rising college basketball star and injured eight others during a party hosted by local rapper Troy Rich Reimer. Police say 21-year-old Darius Lee was not the intended target. 13 guns, 153 shots were fired in all during this hail of gunfire. Lee's sister spoke to ABC7 following the deadly shooting. Innocent people use an innocent kid that's in school playing basketball. He cared about basketball. He decided to stay outside one day, and this is what happens. Boy. Lee attended Houston Baptist University in Texas, where he played guard and forward after playing ball for St. Raymond High School for boys in the Bronx. Police have not yet released a motive in this, and so far, no arrests. 
A 15-year-old has been arrested and charged with murder and criminal possession of a weapon and the stabbing death of another teenager on the northbound number one subway platform in Upper Manhattan. Police think it was a targeted attack and the alleged killer and his victim knew each other. 14-year-old Ethan Reyes was fatally stabbed in his stomach at the 137th Street City College platform just after 3 p.m. Saturday. MTA New York City Transit President Richard Davey released a statement on Sunday saying the incident was senseless and also thanking NYPD detectives. Well, a trio of women allegedly trashed a Lower East Side French fry shop all because of a $1 sep- What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide-open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. 25 cent charge for dipping sauce, leaving behind $25,000 in damages and terrified staffers. Bell Fry's proprietor, Annalie Schlossberg, said even worse, more than 20 people did nothing to try and stop the July 3rd mayhem before police arrived. Schlossberg said she plans now on increasing security to try and keep her employees safe. A bloodied employee who needed stitches helped identify these three suspects. 27-year-old Pearl Ozuraya and 15-year-old Chia Terra Placencia and 23-year-old Tatiana Johnson appeared before Judge Jonathan Savecki in Manhattan Criminal Court on Friday on assault charges, all charged with assault. Assistant DA Kelly Moran requested grand jury proceedings for two of these uh, women here, Placencia and Johnson, and the two due back in court next month. Azo Coria, who allegedly hit an officer while she was being arrested, was held in lieu of $5,000 cash or $25,000 bond. Surveillance video of this incident shows the woman tearing down the plexiglass COVID-19 guard along the counter, ripping out the cash register and hurling glass bottles and stools at the employees. Well, the Shark Patrol now on duty in most populous municipalities out on Long Island. The move announced Saturday. It follows two shark bites and one shark sighting in Long Island Ocean waters within the last week. One lifeguard who was bit spoke to PIX11. The teeth were, like, inside my skin, and when I pulled my foot out, it kind of just felt like a scrape, like a rake going uh, up my foot. That's lifeguard John Mullins. The town of Hempstead has dozens of lifeguards now on duty, a personal watercraft, jet ski, a scouting drone, all part of its shark patrol, which will be in operation throughout the summer season. The U.S. Senate uh, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York has tested positive for COVID-19. His office Sunday night said Schumer of New York is experiencing very mild symptoms. The 71-year-old Schumer is fully vaccinated and has received two booster shots, according to spokesman Justin Goodman. Goodman said Schumer will follow federal health guidelines and quarantine this week while working remotely. Lawmakers are returning to D.C. following the July 4th recess. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Sunshine today, our highs 82, winds to 16 miles per hour. The overnight low, 71, mostly clear skies, winds to 15 miles per hour. Tomorrow, another nice day, mostly sunny skies. The high up to 86, winds to 17 miles per hour. Right now, 67 degrees, clear skies here in the Big Apple. 
Well, the marquee WNBA All-Star Game in which Team Wilson pulled away from Team Stewart for a 134-112 to victory was minus two-time Olympic champ and WNBA star Brittany Griner. She's imprisoned in Russia. There was a huge show of support, though, for Griner during that game. Players, for example, lined up along the sideline following halftime, the number 42 and the name Griner on the back of all of their jerseys. Here's WNBA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert. Fully focused on getting her home safely and as soon as possible. Griner's in Russia, where she's been detained since February after police said they found vape canisters containing cannabis oil in her luggage at a Moscow airport. She pleaded guilty last week in a Moscow courtroom. Griner, whom the U.S. State Department has classified as wrongfully detained, faces up to 10 years in prison under that charge. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.